0: And we're back. I got to tell you something, Vince. First of all, you're still handsome, as you know. Well, thank you, Josh. I got to say, it is great to be back because um, despite the fact this has been already been a great show, we have a rare privilege. Now, you know, Vince... We, on this show, we've interviewed filmmaker Michael Moore. Yeah, that was great. We've interviewed rock legend and Hall of Famer Carlos Santana. Wonderful interview. We interviewed the guy from Counting Crows. That was Adam Durwitz. We interviewed, uh, well, Anthony Weiner, which is a little bit ignominious. Oh, uh, yeah. But we've interviewed some top stars. But today, we're going to interview Tony Danza. Tony Danza. Star of Taxi. Taxi and Who's the Boss. Star of Who's the Boss. Correct. Star of a lot of women's fantasies, including your wife. Yes.
1: She was very uh, – growing up, had a crush on Tony Danza, uh, might have led to our uh,
0: relationship. Who knows? We're obviously going to ask Danza. Why, but why would it might have, might have led to our relationship, Gersh? Well, because as you know, your last name is Di Maselli. And he played? Maselli. Tony Maselli. Tony Maselli. Tony Maselli. And plus, you know, we're both uh, Italian men. The credit goes to Tony. We don't know if the credit or... I was never a boxer, though. We don't know if the credit or blame for your marriage goes to Tony Danza, but we're certainly going to be asking about that. Maybe we'll ask him about that. The reason we're even doing this interview is not because Danza's so great. He's great, but he's also going to be performing at Brooklyn Center's Walt Whitman Theater on Sunday. That's Sunday, November 20th. This Sunday. 3 p.m. That's a matinee show, one night only, one day only in Brooklyn. One matinee only. So we said, hey, he's he's coming to Brooklyn. What's the name? Of the show, Gersh. The name of the show, Standards and Stories. Standards and Stories. So, That's we're going to ask him for some stories. We might ask him to sing a little bit. Maybe a standard. Maybe a standard. What's your, what's your idea of a standard? Uh, 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 Allison by Elvis Costello. Uh, you ready?
1: Allison. Boop, boop,
0: boop. I know. Oh, that could oh, be they, him. That could be Danza right there. I could save the day. Is it just going to click in? Yeah. It should be uh, right is now? that Tony Danza? I'm
2: gonna connect to him and hang on a second. Well, there you Who go. Was that guy?
0: I love, I love it when they do that. Who was that guy? I don't know. Doo, doo, doo. Oh, he's coming <laughs> on with a <his> stanza. <laughs> Hello, Vince.
1: Hey, Tony, how you doing? This is Vince DiMascelli. I'm along with Gersh Kuntsman, my co-host here on Brooklyn oh, Paper uh, Radio. It again,
3: I didn't
1: hear. It's Gersh Kuntsman and
0: Gersh. Vince. Tony, you know me from way back. I interviewed you when you did Wrong Turn at Lungfish on the Upper no, West dude, Side. You no, know, you know it's funny you mention that. You know why? Cause Sunday, I was in L.A. for uh, Gary Marshall's uh, memorial. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. There good man. A thousand
3: people there, and it was, was interesting. I mean, it was a wonderful night. I saw so many people hadn't seen it so long. But what was interesting is he did like eighteen movies and all mm-hmm. those TV shows. He did
2: one play.
0: One play, and, <laughs> and you <laughs> were in it. Ah, uh, those are, that goes way back. I was just a humble little reporter. Now, obviously, I'm a big star like you, Tony. Not nearly as big. Anyway, it's great that you joined <laughs> us. We're going to start off with the toughest of all questions, Tony.
2: I'm shaking.
0: <laughs> the show, the show is standards and stories. Right. Start us off. What what kind of standards are we gonna hear? And give us a little taste, little taste of the stories. All
3: right. So, all right, so, so, let, let me just tell you the genesis of it. You know, this was like a, a an act I, I wrote. I was trying to um, I was trying to grow up a little bit. You know, I've been doing uh, a live act for a long time and a lot of a lot of shtick and I earn a medley. You mm. know, so I was trying to grow up a little bit and. Uh, and I'm a big, uh, you know, I, I'm just such a big fan of the American Songbook. So I went to the songs because, you know, these songs have such incredible lyrics, you know, that's the thing you can rely on. And I try to do just a, a bit more of a, of a grown-up show. So it, it is a, a lot of standards. Uh, the ones that I, I that I particularly like, uh, I tell some stories and I try to hook the stories into the, into the songs to evoke a, a connection with the audience, uh, the stories consist of like you know some some showbiz stuff. At the time, I introduced my mother to, to Frank Sinatra is one of my favorites. <laughs> you know, <laughs> my mother used to say, "Hey, when you were a big shot, when you introduced me to Sinatra, then you were." Wow, you got the last laugh there. <laughs> and, and I got to do it, you know. So this is really cool. How, how did you?
1: How did Sometimes you meet? Mean-
3: I get some laughs. Uh, I got a great band. You know, uh, I do some singing. I do some tap dancing, and I uh, and I bring out my secret weapon. I got a secret weapon: my ukulele.
0: That's no secret. You've been talking all over town about that. I want to hear yeah, you on I a ukulele. When I unveil it, it's
3: you know, it's like a ray gun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, you but you listen. You're an actor. You're a boxer. Dancer. Singer. The whole bit. When did you become Sinatra? Though the idea that you and like I, I I'll put on a TV. If I see Taxi, I don't turn it off. If I see Who's the Boss, I don't turn it off. But I don't think Danza equals American Songbook. Should I? Okay,
3: well, uh, well, let, let me tell you what happened. Well, I, I do have. Well, first of all, I, I've been a you know fan, and and I got lucky enough to know him when I was in in Hollywood, you know, and and uh, but he even did Who's the Boss, if you remember. Frank Sinatra did my show, so while you were watching yeah. Who's the Boss, you could see Sinatra. There
0: you go, indeed. But
3: but um, when I was doing Honeymoon in Vegas, so all right, so I've been a big fan, all right, so that's that. I was doing Honeymoon in Vegas. And I was playing the the, uh, the 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 sort of the cool, not the, the bad guy. Yeah. I'm not playing the, the 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 lead, the lead's frenetic and he's in trouble. I know how to play that, but I was having trouble with this part because, you know, he, he it's like, okay, am I supposed to be funny? Am I not supposed to be French musical comedy? I don't know. So I was having a lot of trouble with it. And the director I know was about three weeks into rehearsal. The director was looking at me like, "Come on, get this already." And and I felt like I was going to be the weak link in this great show because everybody was so good. Rob McCall was so good. Everybody was so good. So I was home working, as I always I work on it really hard. So I was working on it. And I was still struggling, you know. And then all of a sudden I, I uh, threw my, my, uh, my uh, phone down, and, and the music somehow went on by itself. And I'm a fool to want you came on. I'm a fool to want you. You know, thanks to Not Classic. And I said to myself, you know, if Sinatra was alive, he'd be playing this part. This is the part he played. You know mm-hmm. what? I'm just going to try to be Sinatra.
0: There you go. I'll
3: just just put that in my mind. I'm going to walk like him. I'm going to try to talk. I'm going to try to do everything, like him. So the next day, I go and I don't say anything. But the director says to me, "Oh, more of that." <laughs> <laughs> so okay. More of that Sinatra thing. Out. The reviews came out, and the guy said, and "I didn't make this. This is a quote. I didn't make this up." It said that I brought Sinatra to flesh.
0: Wow, mm. that's high praise. That's high I praise. That. So you made a good. Well, so you. It was the phone. Thinks,
3: yeah, you know, you make me better than you think you are.
0: Well, no, I think I think we got to credit the phone that you dropped on the floor and suddenly it starts playing Sinatra. It's like a, it's a, From the grave. That's fantastic. No. Yeah.
3: yeah, no, but that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Fair enough. Um, but you know, he just he's such a. You know, the songs. I try to think of him. I try to think of how he. You know how he. Uh, how he. You know, you ever see the way he stands? Oh yeah. He stands on his back on his heel
0: mm-hmm.
3: so that he can be as tall as he can be. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, he'd just... It's
3: just little things that you notice about him when you really study him, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and by the way, I'm not looking to be saying, I'm not saying I'm pleased, you know, don't get me wrong. I, mean, I was I was shocked when the uh, the New York Times said my name and his name in the same sentence, get out of here. But having said that, you know, I do try to uh, pay homage to that era, to that stuff, to that, to that, to that stuff he sang, you know. To do how about you? And uh, that's all. And and so there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of stuff that I try to uh, that I try I, I miss it. And I, I can't get away from them. That's uh,
1: just the way it is. So you you're doing Sinatra songs, and what are the other uh, class? Are you doing other Rat Pack guys, or does it go beyond that?
3: Well, I mean it's you know it's more than that. It, you you got to examine. You don't want to do just the, the, the songs you've heard over and over again. You want to do some stuff that. Uh, that, and again, remember, the, the act is, of, is of, a, of a piece, you know, it's a, it has a beginning, a middle, and an end,
2: mm-hmm. and each piece
3: takes you someplace, and so the songs are very, It's very. It's, you know, it's just not, it's not like uh, willy-nilly we pick these songs, I pick these songs because not only do I love them, but I think they say something and they, and they move the show along, and by the way, the show's funny too, that's the other thing, I mean, you know, I can't do a show without trying to be funny, so. Mm-hmm. That's what's been really, really been incredible about it. Is I played Queensborough College, now I play Brooklyn College. I like to think of this as my college tour. <laughs> but uh, And I played 54 below with this show, and I played the guy. And it, the show really works, and that's really exciting when you, you know, I,
2: I bet you know this. You write something, and it works. That's
0: no, Vin, Vince doesn't know that. Ne- <laughs> he has never experienced that, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> never. I keep trying and trying and trying.
1: Yeah. So listen, growing up, my wife, yeah. believe it or not, well very attractive
0: woman tony not, very attractive. So, not so hard to
1: believe, believe that. <laughs> so she had a crush on you growing up watching who's the boss and taxi uh-huh. and stuff like that and then subsequently she married me now we think there might be some relation here because my last name is d Micelli. on uh who's the boss you were tony yeah, you, d. Micelli, huh?
3: I
0: yeah always,
3: wow. but
1: i only got yeah. one l. i only have i only have one l and I could never explain the second. People always ask me, do you get two L's in that name?
0: No, I never ask uh-huh. them. That.
1: No, they do. Well, and, but, you know,
3: I have a feeling that uh, I might have helped you, uh, you know, uh, uh, tie the knot with your partner.
0: With well, your father, well your you, could, you, <laughs> you could take either the credit or the blame. I think well. I get the credit. Yeah. yeah, but do you want the credit is what I'm asking. <laughs> Well, uh, it, it's it's worked out so <laughs> because far. Ta- because you know I mean? <laughs> I'll tell you something, Tony. I l- I did a little research on you, and I know you're 65 and you're unmarried, and you have got, and given the way you look, and the stature you have, and frankly the moxie and the mojo, you have got to be plowing the field, if you know what I mean.
3: I'm having some fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You really know, I mean, you know, the city is so, fu- you know, the city's so great, and, and I am, you know, and uh, you know, I have a, I listen, it's it's a great time to be me
0: i mean there's nothing wrong with that right you know
3: what i talk a little bit about that in the show
0: sure yeah (laughs)
3: because i want to set up
2: where i'm coming from
0: well but what give us a hint because i the sense because i'm 51 and i gotta tell you i'm single and i look i don't look like you tony and i haven't had a career like you've had and frankly i've had some ups and downs mostly downs but it's 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 great out there
3: yeah but by the way you know we all have ups and downs It's it's the guys that keep going that counts i mean please no, let me tell you. But, but you know, being in New York City, single, at this stage of my life, it's, uh, you know, as you might imagine, it's uh, it's
2: nice.
0: I mean, you're not broke like me either. You probably got a little <laughs> bit of money.
2: Yeah, I'm okay. A little
0: yeah. bit. It's residuals. Yeah,
2: I'm okay. Yeah.
0: I don't judge a man by how many times he gets knocked down. I judge a man by how many dates he goes on every week, Tony. <laughs> and that's why I judge you highly. Well,
3: and be, I hate to say this, but I mean, I... I, I I'm reluctant to say this but you'd be uh, you'd be judging me pretty good right? exactly yeah I do I do <laughs> no, I am having a, I'm having a good time you know I got my health, and I, and I have a lot of goodwill out there you know the city sort of loves me and so I you know I'm and I'm and I love it and it's it's uh, I can't imagine living anywhere else. I can't wait to go back to Brooklyn this week and do this show.
0: When was the last time you were in your Sunday, old neighborhood?
3: Like Sunday supper.
0: I know you're from. Uh, I know you grew up in East New York. When was the last time you were in East New York?
3: About two, three months ago, my kid brother comes from California, and he says to me, "I want to go see uh, my father's buried on the, on the corner of uh, Fulton and Crescent. <laughs> I mean, excuse me, Jamaican Crescent." And uh, and and so he says, "I want to go back to the neighborhood, go look at the house, you know, visit Daddy and." Uh, and so we took the train from Manhattan. It mm-hmm. was really wild watching my brother in the foreground on the L, and uh, watching the neighborhood go by.
0: Mm-hmm. And
3: so we walked around. We went to the house. We went to Blessed Sacrament School, PS 171, in Franklin K Lane.
0: Oh yeah, the uh-huh. in
3: the neighborhood. And uh, and you know went to the the, the gravesite up there on um, on Jamaica Avenue. But uh, I, I don't get back there as much as. Uh, as I used to. You you got to. Like, most
2: of my family's moved out.
0: You must have gone to Franklin K. Lane, like in the in the in the one time when it wasn't like it is now. I mean, it's been it's been a rough school last last couple of decades. I oh, it was.
3: It was. Uh, yeah, the neighborhood was always a rough neighborhood. It's just you know it's exponentially you know that it's it there's more poverty and then and, and there's more violence.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: I mean that's, that's just the way it is. Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, but it was a rough neighborhood when I was a kid. But you know what it was. We we did a lot of street fighting, but you, you didn't get killed.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: You know, you got in all sorts of fights. And you could get hurt, that's for sure. Street fighting was like another game we played, you know. You want to play stickball, punchball, what do you want to do today? Ah, let's fight. <laughs> you know, there was always guys you could fight with.
0: Well, that helped you for your training as a boxer, no question. It
3: does. I mean, in fact, that's why I became a fighter, because I got in a street fight and a bunch of my friends entered me in the Golden Gloves.
0: <laughs> did I they tell you they I were entering you? <laughs> Huh? Did they tell you they were entering you? No. Oh. No,
3: I just got my notice for my physical. And at that <laughs> time, you know, the draft was still around. I thought maybe I got drafted.
0: Oh, jeez. <laughs> that would be bad. But I
3: didn't. But I, I'm telling you, that's how I got into, uh, uh, I was a street fighter when I was a kid. I did, uh, That's what that neighborhood was. That's
2: all we did.
1: Yeah, well, it's it's a lot when you think of Italians in in Brooklyn. Though we always think of Bensonhurst and stuff like that, but there was a big Italian contingent over there in uh, East New York yeah, at the time.
3: Oh yeah, oh yeah, it was Italian, but it was also Italian, German, uh, Jewish, Irish. I mean, it was a real a real uh, melting pot. Mm-hmm. Well, New
0: York is still that, and it's always been that. You know, we got immigrants coming from all over now, and I got to ask the tough question again, Tony. Look, we're in a political season here. What yeah. do you think about what happened last Tuesday at the election? Mm-hmm. You a Trump supporter or a Hillary supporter?
3: I'm not a Trump supporter. Okay. Um, I I don't know. I, I, I kind of feel like I'm hallucinating when I hear people trying to twist themselves into uh, into a pretzel, trying to normalize this guy. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, I you know listen, he, he's the president. Uh, they you know we voted for him, and uh, and now we hope for the best. Uh, I uh, you, you you know I think I think anybody who's um, you know, awake. <laughs> it has to be a little un- unnerved by what's going on because it's very, a very different kind of uh, of transition already, and a very different kind of campaign. You know, I mean, you know, you, you know. You, I, I heard a guy, Conrad Black, here yeah, the other day on on the TV saying, "Oh, he's not a misogynist. He's not a racist. He walked all that stuff back." Well, you know, when you scorch the earth, you play scorched earth. You leave scorched earth. Right, and so there's going to be some healing that has to be done.
0: But how, where does it? Where do you think that's, that's right. going to come from? I and mean, he has modulated his tone a bit. But what? You know, where does it come from?
3: Well, first of all, I'm not sure he modulated his tone. I think this normalization of the behavior is really a big mistake. Mm-hmm. But what? What do you mean? Where did it come from?
0: No, I'm saying where is the healing going to come from?
3: Oh, I don't know. I, it's up to him. Yeah. I mean that's the problem, and I, that's what worries me. I mean, you know, you, 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 you uh, we take. In his case, we're, we're, we're all thrilled. He modulated his tone;
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: he's almost normal. He's I'm almost normal. A, right. I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm concerned. But having said that, I'm, I'm resigned.
0: Right. Well, I've been, t- I've been saying to Vince, and I've been uh, in the Daily News. I've been writing. Listen, he's the president. And we've got to watch everything he does. But New York really provides the best example forward. You were talking about it. Immigrants. You're Italian. Vince is Italian. I'm Jewish. Our producer, Johnny, is black. Our other producer is, I don't even know what the hell he you is. Know, it's
2: really funny, you
3: know. I mean, uh, to me, I think this whole, this, a lot of this thing is, is just the, uh, you know, we're, we're, you know if, you, if you look at American history, anytime we have any kind of economic distress, uh, there's always scapegoating. And anytime we have these huge, you know, these huge changes, like from agrarian to uh, to industrial, from industrial to technological to information, you know, there's going to be, uh, unfortunately, people that get hurt in these in these kind of things. And uh, and and we haven't, you know, we really haven't, uh, we haven't taken that into consideration. We haven't made sure that uh, we were taking care of everybody. Yeah, you look, you know. Let me tell you where I come from. My father used to say this a the time when I was a kid. You know, my mother's I'm first generation, so mm-hmm. I'm first generation uh, Italian. And and my father was like a big uh, foot in World War II, a bronze star medal, lost a brother, big, big, you know, all America all the way, get on the team. That was his whole thing. And one of the things about the Italians, when, you know, that era coming to the, immigrating to to America, they were determined to assimilate. They really wanted to be Americans. And, and that may be, a little of what bothers people that they don't think people want to assimilate. Mm-hmm. Having said that, uh, the motto of America—you know what the motto of America is?
0: E pluribus unum.
3: I love you. You're the man. <laughs> and, but, because not many people know it. Because—and what does it mean? What does you know what it means?
0: Well, it means from one many.
3: No. Oh. Say it again. Think about what you just said.
0: From many one. There you <laughs> <go>. <laughs> if I don't oh. speak Latin, they can put all the words in the wrong yeah, no, place. No,
3: it's cool. It's cool. You get, you get the thing, though. It's how yeah. many one, right? Yeah. And, and my father, the garbage man from Brooklyn, used to say, hey, we're all in this together, pal. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was his, his, uh, his take on it. And the problem is, is that for a lot of years now, for a lot of years, it's, it hasn't been that. It's been, uh, hey, I got mine. How come you haven't got yours? Right, and I think that's uh, that's part of the problem, and part of where the healing has to come from.
0: Well, it's funny you mentioned that's part of American history. Whenever we go through cyclical change, you know, it's it's part of German history too, Tony.
3: Well, I mean that's that's absolutely true, it's, and it's a it's a, uh, it's, a it's a cautionary uh, uh, you know example. It really is. Yeah.
0: No, well, I mean you
3: know you got to watch out for that stuff, man. you really do. But I but I'm listen, I. Uh, I really believe in this country. You know, I, I I'm, I'm. I sometimes think about myself. You know, my mother's an immigrant. She comes in. She comes to steerage on a boat in 1929. She gets here just in time for the Depression. Mm. They moved to East New York and Brooklyn. Grandfather had been here uh, working at the coal mines in 1917. Uh, her mother, my grandmother, came out. They got married in West Virginia. They had three kids, and they lost two in the epidemic, The, uh, the, uh, the pandemic, and they went back to Italy. Waited a few years, had five more kids, came back in, in 29 with six kids. And so from that beginning, you're talking to me. I'm, I'm intervie- You're interviewing me on the radio. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, the country's been so great to my family and to me, uh, you know, uh, p- particularly me. And so I, I'm a big believer in this country. I'm a big believer in that we, you know, that we are all in this together. And uh, but the problem is, is that we... You know, this campaign uh, was based on us not being all in this.
0: You're going to mention it. Is is your show it a little bit political, or you really no, no, stay away no, from no. that? I'm there to
3: make you laugh. I'm there to make you have a good time. I think I'll be honest with you. I think the lesson of this thing, you know, this intense two-year campaign and everything, I think the lesson of it is that we all should tune out a little bit, yeah. tune out of that stuff. Yeah, because yeah. They just want us to watch it. You know. They said I'm last week. Gonna, I mean, I'm not watching cable anymore. I'm, I'm listening to a lot of radio.
1: <laughs> they said last weekend was the biggest weekend for people just sitting around and either going to the movies, watching movies on television. You know, the football game had its highest yeah, rating you know, in years. I mean,
2: uh,
3: Twenty-six million people watched the game. I know. I, well, listen, we, you know, this these uh, elections have consequences, and uh, and you know, I think people are right to be interested. In in any case, whoever you're uh, you're supporting or not supporting,
2: mm-hmm. but uh,
3: you know listen, I'm like you say, I'm 65 now, you know, I've been, I've, I've watched a lot of this and I've never seen anything like what just happened. And I worry that we've normalized this. And what's the next campaign look like? Right. What's the
2: next guy try to do?
0: Well, another you thing know, we've normalized is these epic campaigns. Even if they were completely, you know, Marcus of Queensberry rules, they're still so long. So you get well, yeah, sucked the in. Is, is ridiculous.
3: And the only people that make money are the TV stations and the the people that buy and sell the ads.
0: Well, and the newspapers, we did okay here at the <laughs> Daily News and uh, Brooklyn Paper.
3: Oh, I know. Well, well listen, uh, I'm a newspaper guy. I'm, 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 the la- I'm the last of the newspaper guys. I, I ride the subway. I'm the only guy reading the newspaper. Everybody else, and I owe me kids, they're all playing Candy Crush. Yeah. So we're anesthetized too. That's another reason that uh, that this this election sort of shook us out for a little while. You just gave but, us a very uh, good idea. Uh, we- uh, you know, if you're going to depend on, 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 the, on the papers... We're going to be in trouble
0: here. Well, I, I got an idea, I, though. I'm,
3: I'm so worried we're going to lose all the papers.
0: Well, why don't we do this? We should. Vince and I should start putting news underneath in Candy Crush. Yeah, underneath, as yeah, as there you, you
2: go right, yeah.
0: We just came up with a <laughs> billion-dollar idea, Tony. <laughs> if we're if cut. you
2: if you make your goal, you get a
3: headline. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to cut you in on that.
0: Take <laughs> no, a break. Here's no, what's happening. No,
3: that's all right. I'm okay. You guys, you guys, take it. Oh, deep. he gave it to us. I, you yeah, see that? He's so I, generous. I'm, I'm still going to be optimistic. I'm still going to be. Uh, I'm still going to be. You know.
0: No despair here. No, di- Well, Tony Danza, it, the idea of despair and Danza, it doesn't go together.
3: It doesn't go, but <laughs> even though it's a D, it doesn't go. Yeah,
0: yeah, it doesn't go. So if Trump calls you,
1: he's going to offer you the Secretary of Transportation. You're not taking that job right now.
3: Well, if he offered me the Secretary of Transportation, the first thing I'd do in New York is I'd have congestion pricing. Ah. You know? So I'd get somebody's cars out of here. Nice. Um, and then that money would go into the streets and the bridges and... and uh, and that, I think you know we could use something. Wait, and let's, maybe, let's you know, infrastructure. I don't know, you've ever tried to get across town here? Oh, All yeah. right,
0: let's pursue this a little bit. So, say if he makes you a secretary of energy.
3: Energy? <laughs> well, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm a big believer, and I don't think this is a hoax. So he's probably not gonna uh, he's probably not gonna. I think climate change is real. Mm-hmm. I think there's a there's a real um, a catastrophe on the horizon if we don't if we don't do something about it. So he may he may not. Uh, He might not want me as for his Secretary of Energy.
0: Yeah, I don't see that happening. He's already appointing. Natural
3: renewables. I would, I would try. I, I just think, uh, I just think. You know, why don't, why don't we err on the side of safety like we always used to? Remember, Mm -hmm. we used to do that. Er Err on the side of safety. That's an old thing. Or listen to scientists. Don't know for sure. All right. So why don't we just
2: prepare?
1: Yeah, Gersh always attacks me because I say because he he says that I don't believe in global warming. I say, you know, and I'll argue. Well, it's not that I don't believe in global warming, but the fact of the matter is, I, I don't think it's a good idea to just keep spewing gases out into the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. But just because don't I don't, know
2: matter what you believe,
3: right? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> matter
1: what you. I mean, it's clearly not a good thing. I mean,
2: and
3: especially because we seem to ha- we seem to be close to having this technology so that we don't have to. Right. I mean, I saw an article the other day where they're, they're talking about uh, uh, Exxon had to had to uh, write down its assets because so much of the oil in the ground can never be drilled it can never be brought up otherwise we're not gonna have a planet.
2: Mm. Wow.
3: So it's really I mean you know, I think we're you know you know, I was just down in California too. Hot as hell. <laughs> hot as hell and drought stricken. Um, you know, the fires out there really tough to stop now. I mean I I don't know, it just seems like air on the side of safety.
1: Mm. Wow. my parents are down in Myrtle Beach. They're having wildfires down in North Carolina now. They can't go outside because of the smoke.
3: Well, you know, and, and in Malibu, uh, California, they used to have about a hundred feet of feet of beach. You got about three feet now.
0: This is not good. My son asked me, "Is our house going to be safe if the seas rise twenty feet?" And I said, "Yeah, we're okay. We're on a hill." But like, that's not an answer. <laughs> that's not a policy.
3: And not only that, but and not only that, but you probably won't be because if you catch if you catch a high tide and a surge, you, know, you better be on the high hill.
0: Well, and if, if if six million people have to move out of New York, I don't have much of a property value anyway. <laughs> Who wants to live here? You no, know,
3: I mean, listen, you know, we we agree on this. Uh, I, I don't know I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, you know, the problem with Trump is, and then here I go. I, I didn't want to talk about Trump. I want to talk about my show. But the problem with Trump is, is that uh, we don't know what he's going to do. First of all. Uh, we really have no idea who he is or what he is. He's—I I don't know. You—you just the other day, you know, he said, "I'm going to tear up uh, and repeal Obamacare." Now, well, maybe not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he, you just—we just have to wait and see, I guess. And, did you? I hope, uh, hope for the best. Did you ever
0: meet him, Tony? You must have met him at some point. Oh
3: yeah, no, I know, I know, sure. Roasts He's been and to all that. He all the time too. Yeah, because he was great for ratings. I am squeezing tomatoes through the colander, freaking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we made people, sauce.
0: <laughs> I mean, well, you know, you own Oliva, which is like a total side thing. I just looked up the other day. I love Oliva. I, I gotta oh, tell you're you, great it's
3: great. you know, what, you know, what I feel like down there. I'm not kidding. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'm there. You know a lot, but not a lot. I'm there, and I feel like a curator, Mm -hmm. like Mm a like a museum. uh, I mean, it's like it's like this. this, You know, you walk into it, you feel like you're in another era. It's all white tile, and you know, there's a hundred year old Mutsell machine in the back. Mm -hmm.
0: But it's not fake, though. It's not. It's not like a museum. It's a real working store. It's great.
3: But I do feel like you know, especially because you know, we have so many of the great bomb and pop stores the great traditional businesses that have made new york so great that it disappeared because of ranch or whatever and so i feel a tremendous responsibility to keep this thing alive it's been there since 1892
0: mm. wow maybe are you should sure? buy the daily news because <laughs> we, we've been around since 1917 you can keep us alive
3: how about that a leader's there before the daily news
0: Well, just as <laughs> long as everybody stays in business that's all i ask i get my mozzarella with my newspaper
3: yeah, sure. Come on down. I'll give you, I'm going to give you the daily
0: news discount. <laughs> How about a gift bag? That's all I'm asking for. <laughs> no, now listen. We we did bring you on to plug your show. So let's just go over it one more time because you're going to be at Sunday the, yeah. and at Brooklyn College at uh,
3: three three o'clock in the afternoon.
0: It's going to be great. Now you do about a, like a hour and a half show. How long a show is it? No,
3: the shows about seventy
0: five. Seventy five minutes. Great. Mm-hmm. No yeah. intermission.
3: No intermission,
0: no. You, you got a band, and uh, I, uh,
3: I try to, I try to, you know, I try to try to really make a connection with the audience. You know, that's what's great
1: about mm-hmm. this kind of show. Well, it's a nice theater to play in. Big stage. You got oh, a yeah. lot, oh, you oh, got great a, stage. Got a lot of room. It's also where my dad graduated junior high school from when they had his junior high school. Well, it's it's, look for the plaque, yeah, right. Tony. Look yeah. for the plaque. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> hey, you also, you played, I got to bring it back to this because I got to, I always got to bring me back into yeah, it. Yeah, because Vince is a handsome man, Tony. <laughs> you played yeah. Gus Faraci. That's in, right, I played Gus and I, was, that a, was it a TV movie? I remember watching it when I was a kid. Yeah. The reason being, I grew up on Staten Island and Gus Faraci actually dated my best friend's sister.
3: Okay. Growing yeah, up. He's quite a character, this guy.
1: Yeah, that was that was something I else. That was
3: pretty good. That was like not not a bad old movie. I kind of think that was a pretty good movie, as I think as I remember. Well, I enjoyed
1: it, but we like you know growing up on Staten Island and watching you talk about Highland Boulevard and all the different places. That to uh, me was
3: like, you know who I killed in that movie? Uh, you uh, who I killed? I killed Sam Jackson in that.
0: Movie. Ooh, <laughs> yes. that's not easy to do.
3: You know, every time I see him say uh, "What's in your wallet, though?" I want to do it again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he is on a little bit too often. Holy
3: jeez, he's killing me! The g- movie I saw my last night, I was with my son. My son's dad. My son's dad. Do you remember that movie where you played Pony Lambretta? Now you heard of Tony Beretta? Yeah. I was Pony Lambretta. The name of the movie is "Murder Can Hurt You." <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, that's the greatest <laughs> title ever. Oh, my God. Is that crazy? Murder can hurt you. That I remember watching sense. that on, like... Victor Bono's in it. Bono's in it. Uh, <laughs> Connie Stevens. I mean, there's so many crazy people. Uh, Jamie Farr's in it.
1: I remember uh, watching John it. John Biner. Oh, oh,
0: nice John <laughs> Biner. <laughs> I
2: remember...
0: I remember watching it on uh, WHT. Nice. <laughs> mm. Murder can yeah. hurt you. It's like, yeah. murder! Murder it's, it's, it's a blast, you know, like, that's just the craziest <laughs> title ever. I love that. All yeah. right, but t- but Tony, let's let's sum up because you know, you've been great to give us all this time. But I really want to know Vince and I, we're not getting any younger. We've been in journalism for two or three decades. You've been doing what you've been doing for really a long time. What is the secret? What is the secret to success, longevity, and frankly, sexiness? What's
3: the secret? Well, I think you got to take care of yourself, number one. Okay. You really do. you got to take care of yourself. In fact, before you guys were calling, before you guys got on the phone with me, I was doing push-ups.
0: Push-ups? What about yoga? Should I do yoga?
3: No, I was just t- t- doing some push-ups. Push-ups, all right. Like.
0: That's hard, but okay. But I work
3: out. I train. That's number one. you got to keep yourself in shape. Okay. Number two is: the other thing is, you just got to show up. you got to, you know, I was, Gary Marshall, uh, I, 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 he's on my mind, but he used to say, Tony, you got to take a shot. hmm Take a shot. Take a shot. And, and so you, you take a shot. You, uh, you you know you stay in the game and you uh, and 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 like you said, ups and downs. You got to be able to take the take the swings and arrows and get hit on the chin and say, okay, I'm back.
0: So should I take but a I risk?
3: It's, a, it's just a it's just a, a you know a state of mind. But but number one, you got to have your health and you got to take care of yourself. That's you gotta
0: have your health. My yeah. grandparents said that all the time, but they didn't have their health, so I just thought they were kind of making that up.
3: <laughs> well, I mean it. I, first of all, you know I'm an actor. I, I, my 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 body's my instrument. I need mm-hmm. to put it that way, but but it it really does make a difference. Uh, you know, that's just it. Being in shape, and remember, uh, one day you might be a New York single at this age, and you, you know you want to look good.
0: I mean, Tony, you and I, you know that I know that you know that I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. So I got it. So this is it. I'm vowing right now because of Tony Danza. Vince, yeah. I'm doing 20 push-ups. How many do you do? Do you do like 100 push-ups? Uh, he's doing more than 20.
3: No, no. I, I'm a, you got to train. you got to get oh, up phew. and get a good sweat. you oh, gotta get up in the morning and get a good sweat. I was just doing it because I just felt like I play hockey
0: every week. Is it once a week hockey? That's good. That's, That's good. good,
3: but it's not, it's not directed training. You know yeah. See, yeah. You see, it to. explain something to you. You have to service each part of your body.
0: Well, I service some told, of my body. to
3: see what happens. It's really kind of freaky. You you ain't seen nothing yet.
0: So Did I got to really 50? work out. That's hard. Did
3: you say you're fifty?
0: No, I said I'm fifty-one.
3: Fifty-one. All right. So you know, you know, you turn fifty, a lot of things start happening. Like for instance, uh, you start playing. You probably playing uh, playing the trombone with the newspaper because you got you know you got to focus on that.
0: Um, Is that a masturbation reference? I don't know.
3: with injuries when you're fifty. Yeah. You know, you go to bed, you're fine. You wake up, you got a broken leg. Yeah. <laughs> and you go, how did this happen? But it just, you know, one of the biggest bruise you've ever seen. You, go, okay. <laughs> But that's what happens when you're 50. But wait, wait. <laughs> wait. And I used to say this. You know, you turn 50, you go up to somebody over 50? Mm. You, you get no sympathy. They say, what do you want from me? I got my own problem. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. So
0: is it getting worse? Is it going to get worse for me? You seem to be in great shape. You're working out. You
3: gotta stay, but you got to stay in shape. You gotta, mm, that's Vince, the effort. That's we're what do it. keeps you. The discipline, that's what makes you have some kind of longevity. It's that same discipline that keeps you in shape, keeps you t- trying again. You know, they take another shot. You know, they come up with something else. Think of something, you know.
0: we should I turn th- play. We should turn this show into like a workout show. And not even uh, try to do Brooklyn uh, stuff. Yeah, just talk and, about, like, and getting and on the boss. treadmill.
3: Yeah. I mean, listen, any, I mean, the, the bottom line for me, you know, first of all, I was a fighter, so mm-hmm. I'm always thinking the other guy's training. Yep. You know, it's a tremendous, uh, <laughs> it makes you get up and go. And I, I just think it's the most important thing. And if you can keep yourself in shape, then that other stuff you can do. Otherwise, you know, if you don't have your health. Mm-hmm. I don't care how good
0: you are. It's the building block. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's the I'm foundation, a... Gersh, the foundation. I know. I knew it was true, Tony, and I didn't. W- but I didn't want to hear it. That's the problem. <laughs> I didn't want to hear it. Well,
3: listen, it's too bad. You knew it anyway. I yeah, knew. i had to tell you. I knew. I knew. Well, uh, uh, listen, it's my. I really do think. Like, I think about now when I train, I think about it, it's like putting in a shift. It's like it's not even. It's no fun. Yeah. It's like putting in a shift. It's like work. something you gotta get
0: done. It's like doing a shift at the Park Slope Food Co-op, like me, like I do. I don't know if you know the Park Slope Food Co-op. We gotta work for our food. Well,
3: I, 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 but at least you understand the the the, uh, the concept of a shift.
0: The metaphor, if you will. Yeah. It's literal. It's not even a metaphor. No, it's, it's not. literally just do You're your doing shift at a shift, the gym. Yeah. All right, we gotta let the guy go. Tony Danza. An American hero. American legend. American right? American he, gave you, show. he gave you so much advice tonight, uh, on this show today, Gersh. You're going to take this with you forever. I might have this forever. Yes. Tony's going to be what? performing Standards and Stories. That's the name of the show. If you can hear the sound of my voice, get tickets now. It is Sunday, November 20th, 3 p.m., at Brooklyn Center's Walt Whitman Theater, where Vince's father uh, graduated junior high school <laughs> many years ago, yes. I did.
2: Some, there's a joke there somewhere.
0: I'm going to use it. I think. <laughs> you got to use it. You got to use it. To- Tony Denza, thank you so much for taking the time. You're a legend. take
2: care.
0: Huh? Keep punching and keep your chin down. Keep punching and see my. Keep your chin this. down. No, yeah, g- yeah. No. Yeah. Down. You don't want to get hit. Yeah. All right, Tony.
3: People say, give me a chin up. They're out of their mind. Yeah,
0: no, no, no. I got a glass jaw, baby. <laughs> All right, Tony. Thanks for coming right, guys. on. Thanks, hey, thanks a lot for the time, guys. Thank the you. Pleasure. Thank you very much. No All right, that's Tony Danza, a legend, an American legend. And you know what's interesting about Danza? We got to pay a bill or two. Yeah. You know what's interesting about Danza? Tell me something about Tony Danza. He's a rich man. He is. He's got some money. But he, I, made, he made that clear. He made it clear. But I bet he's looking for a dentist who provides quality care at an affordable price. You know, we should have asked him. <laughs> well, as you know... I go to Joseph Lichter, the reason? Dentists and skilled hygienists in a state-of-the-art office using up-to-date technology and techniques to provide the best experience possible. They do things... Like Invisalign, like Zoom teeth whitening, like the, uh, the the root canal, all that stuff for a fraction of what those Brooklyn Heights dentists charge. So all you got to do is call Lichter's office today, 718-339-7878, to set up an appointment that can improve your quality of life. Joseph Lichter, online also at josephlichterdds.com. I'll tell you, listen, Tony Danza's show is this week
1: at 3 o'clock, this, uh, this Sunday at 3 o'clock. Yeah. It's a. What do you say? It was about an hour and a half, a little bit less. He said 75 minutes. minutes 75 minutes. So you're out of there by 4:35. Yeah. You're building up an appetite. Make your reservations now because Atlas Steakhouse is right around the corner. We're talking maybe a hop, a skip, and a jump away. And Atlas Steakhouse. Offers you a unique dining experience. First, you choose your steak, and every every cut is aged to tender perfection on site. Then, you pair it with a vintage from their extensive wine selection, or with an Atlas Steakhouse signature cocktail, like the uh, the Godfather. Yeah, of course. You can enjoy a succulent appetizer as their master chef crafts your choice cut as you desire. How do you like that? I like a medium rare. There you go. And when your main course arrives, you'll understand why at Atlas Steakhouse they always offer you a cut. Above the rest, Atlas Steakhouse, 943 Coney
0: Allen Avenue in Ditmas Park. Relatively close to Brooklyn Center for the Performing Arts. No question about it. Now you know Danza talked about being 65. He did. Now he's in great shape, but not everybody is at 65. No, not everybody's doing the doing the workout every day. And that's why you need Village Care Max. Now mm-hmm. what is Village Care Max? It's a Medicaid-managed long-term plan that helps you continue to stay at home and in your community for as long as possible. A team of healthcare professionals will work with your doctor, helping you obtain the best healthcare options available to you. Get more information about Village Care Max by calling 800 469 6292 or visit them at villagecareMax.org. Village CareMax, which has Tony Danza's motto, live the life you want to live. You gotta do it. So we paid some bills, we talked to Tony Danza. Play us out there, Johnny, because this was a great show. I wish we we didn't get to ask him about Andy Kaufman. We had him on a long time, but we never even brought up Kaufman. Kaufman's old news. Not we his. have him, we have Tony Danza. At Brooklyn College's Walt Whitman Theater, Sunday, November twentieth at three, we had a great chat with him. He gave us. Let, let's go over the highlights. He talked about the secret. Yeah, you got to work out. He talked about Donald Trump. Says uh-huh. not going to be. He's a little nervous. No, he will not. Well, he would be his Department of Transportation guy, but he would he'd switch things up. And he talked obviously about Oliva, a great place to get mozzarella down in the uh, Little Italy section oh, of man. Manhattan. Anyway, Vince nobody's more handsome than you, not even Danza. I find that hard to Fist believe. Visti Maselli, editor-in-chief of the Brooklyn Papers, and I'm Gersh Kunstman of the New York Daily News saying goodbye from Brooklyn, America's downtown. Take care, everybody. See you next week.